Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trevor and Ian Talk Show. This is episode seven, and it feels like we're going back to episode six again, because um, we have a couple special guests here today. <laughs> and we're fans of lazy convenience. Yeah, uh, definitely fans of lazy convenience. We have Ralph Parisi. What's up? Hot off the heels of his new podcast. Too soon with Robin Taylor for life. Speaking of Taylor. Show us your nips. Uh, <laughs> show, us your show us your nips, I believe is what We also said. have Nipple. Taylor in our very expensive podcasting studio here <laughs> in rural California. <laughs> the Fernwood Studio. Fernwood. <laughs> so, Fernwood, am I, you know, not Sean Fern- Wood, you like Why the? Are you at me? <laughs> he's setting it up. He's setting it up. Knocking it down. I said you have a firm wood. I think is what he said. True, true. So well, we man. also have, you know, the other host of this podcast. Um, Timmy <laughs> Smith could not be here with us today, <laughs> so we decided to let. Oh wait, that's the other podcast I do yeah, on the Spider Doc Network. Did you guys do another episode of it, or you just put up the old episodes? No, we did a new episode. The episode went up uh, Sunday morning. Did you get the iTunes clearance? We did. Yeah, Thank it is God. available on iTunes today. Actually, awesome. so go download so, it. Okay. So go download it now. Oh, and I'm Ian. I thought we should clarify that. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back after a long ass day of work. It's good to be back after a a week of. Stuff. It's been a week. Stuff, stuff. Between things and places. Things happened. Events. Events. I can't really remember. Maybe someone died. I don't know. Someone, Maybe I'm someone sure, died. Nice. Unfortunately, it's not Lindsay Lohan yet. She's been at this point in time. I think, but she's, she's on our watch list. At this point in time, I think she's the Highlander. Like she's trying to off herself. She's been for for years now. I just, I don't know. I think I think the great competition of our times is who's going to die first, Lindsay Lohan or Amanda Bynes? Because Amanda Bynes, the only wait, one. Wait, wait, Amanda Bynes has pulled from behind to kind of. But here's the crazy thing: it's neck and neck. Up to up to two years ago, she Amanda Bynes did easy. And well, that was probably the last film she's been in. But that was a good fucking movie, and she's fantastic I in it. it. I don't know where this came from. It hurts my heart that Amanda but Bynes. It's like is she's been. Up. It's like she's been training for years for this, and we just didn't know. And then one day, <laughs> like, she just she just sprung it on the world. Like I'm fucking crazy too. Well, she, she started training about four years ago, and then she, you know. She knew the Olympics was coming up, so she was like, <laughs> "I need to outshine the Olympics," and you know, well, I don't know. I need to beat Lindsay Lohan to okay. my grade. We can all agree. I don't know if Taylor's going to test this, but Mean Girls is a really good movie, right? Like, as far as teen flicks go, Mean Girls is really good. Like Lindsay Lohan. Mean Girls is, is one of my favorite films. Actually, well, granted, really good. Tina Fey. Tina Fey wrote it. But at that point in time, Lindsay Lohan was on a pretty good track of making decent films, albeit, you know, teen fodder, but Mean Girls was probably her most adult role to that point, and we can't blame her for Herbie Fully Loaded. But, uh, but like, she was doing good things for a while, and she was hot. Can we remember when she was hot? Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. yeah can we remember my poster? Emma, <laughs> Emma Stone took her place no, no, as the hot I, I have I have this... Uh, this theory that Emma Stone is just parallel universe Lindsay Lohan where she chose good movies instead <laughs> of like Coke and Herbie Fully Loaded. Like that. Listen, there's nothing wrong with Herbie Fully Loaded. Yes, there's it's everything. It's the best movie and now she's fully loaded if you know what I mean. 
<laughs> like all the time. <laughs> like all the time. Andrew <laughs> Garfield's cock. Oh, we're talking about animals. So I don't know. About STEM. <laughs> that sex would be fine too. Just, just perfect. His hair is. I would, I would, I would watch that. I would I totally sit in the corner and jerk it to Andrew. I Garfield don't think his we, hair. We made it five that. minutes into the episode and we're talking about jerking. You guys off. do a lot of like celebrity fan fiction fucking, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. Well, we know what Ian's blog is going to be about. <laughs> Some of that Garfield action. Can we do the blogs now? I got, I got some ideas my for blogs I want to do. <laughs> you can absolutely do the blogs. My blog will just be a picture of Hitler. Just a picture of Hitler. <laughs> every day, one new post. <laughs> and today's you can post. also put an Amazon link in every post for people to buy Mein Kampf. <laughs> what did I see online the other day? It was someone posted a, um, it was like a, a picture's worth a thousand words, you know, and it was a picture of a, a troop with a child. And it was it was really funny because next week they put, oh, this is heartwarming too. It's Hitler holding a child on his knee. <laughs> and it was a real picture. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, we discussed last week that he wasn't all that bad. He wasn't all that bad. Hitler had some good ideas. I mean, like, he was, like, really for, like, like PETA. Uh, if you listen to Too Soon this week, Taylor has some similar ideas. No, but they're good. They're for people who deserve it. You didn't deserve it. People who like honey boo just gypsies. deserve to be in work camps. Just, just those gypsies. Just gypsies. Gypsies are worthless people. They're not even real, real no, no. people. Couple, uh, gee, this is probably the beginning of this year. Um, TLC ran that My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. I've never been more engrossed in like an awful reality show mm-hmm. than I was either that or Say Yes to the Dress. I will get involved in some say yes to the dress. Action. I watched the, my my big fat gypsy wedding, and then I told people I was a gypsy wedding dress uh, dress specialist for like a week. It was fun. People think I'm a gypsy wedding dress specialist. And you're a member of Gogo Wardella. Yeah, um, but anyway, no Hitler was really good. You know, you know who should be really praising Hitler? Peta. Because of all the stuff he did for animals. Oh, not and the character from The Hunger Games. He was yeah, he was vegetarian. He was you know, I, was animal that guy. I was thinking the character from The Hunger Games. <laughs> and Josh Hutcherson? Mm-hmm. He's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, Aryan fox, man. And Thor, No, he's not Thor's brother. That's Liam Hemsworth. The other guy from... Uh, no, Liam Hemsworth's the one that's boning Miley Cyrus now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna yeah, Chris Hemsworth. They're married, right? And yeah. he's, he's gonna be in the I, Red remake. Miley of, Cyrus totally fell out of the lead in who was gonna die first between her yeah. and Zelo Hamilton yeah, and the body. But she's so up. far behind. What the hell? Up. But here's the thing, Miley Cyrus never really was that big of a trainer. I mean, she it was known she drank, but I think the worst she did, I mean, she liked that salvia stuff that's way worse than marijuana, yet somehow way more legal but, than marijuana. But I think everybody expected her to go yeah, further the further whole down white trash, the white trash kind of thing, but it's in fact, I'm going to go out and say this. In the last, like, year or so, she's kind of elegant herself up a little bit more. And she's actually, they, okay, she's awful. Her music is awful. But she's kind of a, a tolerable person. Like, in the running of celebutards, like, she's the least offensive at this point in time. I don't count, like, Emma Stone in there because she's at least classy in what she does. But as far as, like, the Disney Channel grouping, like, that got away from it, she and one... And I, actually, I'll even say this. The Jonas Brothers aren't even that bad anymore. Like, they get to live. That show's terrible. His E! show about his marriage. But they're harmless. Like... That's the thing. It's not as bad as it once was. I mean, the landscape of the Disney Channel shows has, I mean, yeah. Was it a Waverly Place? Well, no. But everyone kind of talks about. But let's let's. Are you saying that in a good light? Or? Selena Gomez is the goddess. She, Selena, she is the only goddess. Yeah, but I think that about Demi Lovato. Demi too. Lovato is weird looking, and she should have killed herself when she had the chance. Whoa. 
she snapped. And it just got real. And she even failed at that. Yeah, so go kill yourself again, Selena. Not Selena Gomez. No, Selena Gomez is going to live. Whoa. I mean, no, okay, I jinxed listen. it. I jinxed it. I'm, I'm listen, sorry. I love I will be, She's going to die now. I will be the one who disagrees. And Demi Lovato, you deserve to live. You're a wonderful woman. I'm going to burst into tears. Listen, I'm sad right now. I thought I knew we the laugh, lyrics to a Demi Lovato song, it's but the I really know. talk show. Who says you're not perfect, Taylor? Is I know the lyrics to it. No, that's not Demi Lovato. I jinxed it. I jinxed it. Is this Selena Gomez? Doesn't Demi Lovato do Skyscraper? Yes, Skyscrapers. Like a Skyscraper. No singing on the podcast. She says while she digs a razor blade into her arm. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this is Remember how she tried to kill herself? They say that Skyscraper's a good to jump off of. <laughs> Leave Demi Lovato alone. I love Demi Lovato. <laughs> Sunny with a chance was a good show. Gonna nope. get letters, gonna get letters. Gonna you get guys letters will. Sweet. Sunny with a chance of suicide? Oh, <laughs> man. So I'm the only Sunny one here that supports Demi Lovato. Sunny with a chance The only hope of the Disney Channel now is uh, Debbie Ryan, who actually like her. I don't know who that is. She was, I have no idea who that is. I watched don't way know who that too is, much Disney Channel for a while. Don't know who that is. I still don't know who that is. She's on. She was um, the girl from Sweet Life on Deck, and she's now on. I think Jesse. I think is the awful show she's on now. I don't know what that is. I will. I will say Disney Channel did something right on like par with their old shows right now. That Gravity Falls is probably the only cartoon I've seen in a while outside of regular show. And I'm Adventure not a huge Time. Adventure I Time cannot fan. stop watching. I know Adventure you Time. love it. Is that, I think that's the shirt you're wearing right now too. Yes. Bam bam. I, I want to like it. I just haven't watched it enough to, to so fully good. like yeah, it. Uh, they showed the Magic Man episode today, and I was so excited. But I watched the shit out of some regular show. Yeah. Regular That's consistently fantastic. good. Mm-hmm. It's like what you're doing with your hair right now is the weirdest cockatoo. How are you not in, like, an 80s new wave band? I well, am. he might be a classy cockatoo, so he's a macaw. Fuck you. Animal jokes! Fuck you. Oh, yeah. Okay, if you listen to Too Soon, you're going to hear the Manta Ray cast. Where Man Taylor Ray. goes off on I'm going to think of another Man Ray joke while you guys talk. Okay, talk. Anywho. So, uh, Trevor, we'll start you out. Uh, you, uh, As previously mentioned, we're looking forward to XCOM coming out, and I heard it came out today. It came out today. How you like it? Um, well, let's just say I obtained a copy of XCOM. I also obtained a copy of Dishonored today. Um, oh, have with, you played that yet? No. Because really? I had plans to play both, and I was like, I'm just going to play XCOM for a couple hours, and then, you watch and then I'm going to play Dishonored after that, so I can talk about it on the podcast. So, eight hours later, Ralph's like, hey, you, <laughs> I'll be home in ten minutes, let's podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I just played eight hours of XCOM, because it's... <laughs> Dishonored. Awesome. The trailers for Dishonored look fantastic. They're creepy as shit with like the yeah. It, it kind of seems like it's a mesh between like uh, like Bioshock and Assassin's and Creed like Assassin's Creed or Deus Ex or even the old Thief games. Did you like Deus Ex? Yes. Okay. The new, the new Deus Ex was really good. Um, the only thing that sucked in that game were the boss battles because they didn't really make sense in context with the whole rest of the game. Well, the only thing I heard about that game is all the characters were like super racial. Like it was a super racist game. <laughs> Um, that the black character talks. If you like think there was about a- it, yeah. <laughs> but if you don't, it's perfectly but fine. If you don't, it's you know like living in Wintersville. So everyone's a jive turkey. Yep. And um. Oh, so <laughs> I now some jibba jabs. I, <laughs> I need an update. Resident Evil Six. Resident Evil Six. Well, me and Timmy talked about it at length. 
approximately half an hour on the oh, did you? Okay, Spider Duck Gaming Podcast. If you don't want to rehash a ton about it, you don't have to. But that was only me playing Leon's campaign, um, which, fuck, that game's broken. That's that's all I gotta say. That game's broken. The gameplay just is broken. So They put so much time into it, too. Like, it's, it's a game where it's like, there's so many cooks in the kitchen that like everything just turns There's out a bunch of not, good ideas yeah like well it's out. not even it's not even their own ideas they try to use everybody else's ideas and make a game out of it and like it's it's a massive game with a ton of stuff in it but none of it ends up being great because they just melded a bunch of other games into it um i mean leon's campaign it was it was kind of eh. the story was eh the gameplay was eh I mean, it's just... Just all in all, just, just still not... Yeah, it's just I not... Mean, and you I mean, I did play through Chris's campaign, which his campaign was way better than Leon's. Okay. Um, it was a lot more action-packed. The one thing that pisses me off the most about that game is, like, you just never have enough ammo. Like, you're always... And it's not like... In previous Resident Evil games, uh, the guns m- matter. Yeah. Like, in Resident Evil 4, you had the Red 9. Like, you can point out certain specific guns that you had and the upgrades you did to them and stuff like that. This time, it's just generic... Assault rifle, generic pistol. Like M16, 9 Yeah, like it, it's it's just a whole bunch of generic stuff. And you don't switch weapons because they have different purposes like you would in previous games. You switch weapons because they have ammo in it. Yeah. And it's it's just like it's it's just trying to kill enemies to get more ammo. And like I it took me so long to beat Chris's boss final boss battle because I had no fucking ammo. And the, the shitty part is is that you know this is a franchise that A is going to sell solely based on the name. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, is that Capcom, Capcom is fantastic. Like, they could have taken their time with this. Like, and it just, if, in a way they did, but it also kind of feels rushed. Like, I I feel like, I don't know if they rushed it, but like, they, they certainly had an idea of what they wanted to do. And just didn't get executed well. Yeah, and it's just, it's just them trying to incorporate like a thousand ideas from other games and it not working out well. Like the one mode that I was kind of excited to, to check out was the agent hunt mode, yeah. which lets you go into other people, other people's single player campaign and play as a zombie or play as like a zombie dog or something like that. You know, kind of like how Left 4 Dead does the adversarial like I never played where the Left 4 Dead you, games. You, there's an adversarial mode where you have the humans and then other people play as the zombies. So it was it was. If, okay, okay, I, I know you. If talking. it had been like that and as well executed Left 4 Dead, would have been great. But you play Agent Hunt mode and you basically, if you play as the dog, the dog drives like a fucking tank. Like, you can't go anywhere, like, straight. You're a fucking dog. You're supposed to be agile and limber and be able to jump around and move oh, really easily. Oh, you mean his movements are like a tank. They don't yes. give the dog a tank. That's yes. that's kind of where I thought that was going. No, like... And now I just, feel dumb. It moves like a tank, and it's, like, it's so hard to control, and it's just... It's And, like, in every other mode except for the campaign, the campaign has, you know, like, you know ominous background music like there should be in a Resident Evil game but whenever you go into Agent Hunt mode or the Mercenaries mode it has shitty techno music like uh, Japanese J-pop techno uh, that is the most horrible shit you could ever put in a fucking video game I was kind of hoping <laughs> that it was going to be like that it was going to be like the Benny Hill theme like that'd be way funnier it would be way better <laughs> Just, I mean, I mean, it's uh, 
It just uh Tommy's running through one door, you come out the but other. But like it make like it just it doesn't make you want to play the extra modes. It makes you want to turn off the fucking game. Cause it's it's just bad. Um I mean like I said, Chris's campaign was way better. The story made more sense in his campaign. There was one part of the campaign though that kinda was lazy. Um because there's there's a sequence in it where you chase Ada Wong in Leon's campaign and in Chris's campaign. And at a certain point... Now, is she an Asian character? No. Oh. Well, well, apparently, Ada Wong had an Asian ectomy from Resident Evil 4 to Resident Evil 6. Because she was Asian, but if you look at her now, she doesn't look Asian at all. So, apparently, in the Resident Evil universe, they had the, you know, Asian ectomy. Uh, Other than video games, they know being Asian is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Except for all the people that made it. (laughs) (laughs) No longer one of us. Self-deprecating Asians. (laughs) But but, I mean, but what what I was saying is, there's there's one piece of the campaign where, like, there's a sequence where you're chasing Ada, and it's the same exact sequence in Chris's campaign and in Leon's. The exact same. Yeah, that's lazy. Like it's lazy, and like. If you do it in Leon's, it doesn't make sense to do it in Chris's too because the campaigns happen at the same time and the two characters don't meet up at that moment. They do meet up later in that level, but it's like you what do th- you think someone would have noticed those two? Yeah, it's like what the fuck's going on? It's it's just lazy. Um it just seems like they cut some corners. They tried to do they tried to make the gameplay better and in fact made it worse. Like it's just not fun to play. Um, no, I did see someone on my Facebook the other day claiming that it should be game of the year, and I just chuckled because all I could think is that you would have some issues with that. Yeah, it's. I re- I mean, like, I liked it enough to where I played through. Two, we're pulling two for campaigns. Halo Four, right? That's oh, what, yeah. That's what we want to say. The game of the Halo year. Halo Four, be. although XCOM's definitely up there right now. So is it? So let's talk about XCOM because I like that game. I know you want to talk. What the about hell it. is it? XCOM is a game where you play, uh, it's a strategy game, uh, it's turn-based, um, where you play as soldiers called from all the governments in the world, okay. um, fighting off an alien invasion. Um, so you'll have different different alien attacks in different places of the world, you'll go to that part of the map and try to take it out. Um during the campaign, you'll have like an alien attack at three different locations. If you don't do the other two, that part of the, those parts of the world will get more panicked. And if they get panicked enough, they'll pull out of the council that that feeds your funding and stuff. So you got to try to balance that huh. along with everything else. So it's um, like real war. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Um, but all your soldiers that you hire, you can completely customize and make, you know, ogres. No, but you can basically like customize their name and do like slight customization to their their look and stuff. So you have um, an entire squadron of the Rock. No, I have Aww. an entire squadron made up of my friends um, that you've been picking off one by one. Well, the the only one that's died so far has been Ralph. That sounds right. so. In war, if it was you, the real zombie apocalypse, I would totally die. Yeah, see, I'd be curled up in the fetal position in the corner while they feed on me. 
that's what happened. <laughs> no, actually, what happened is is there's a uh, there's a melee based alien where when it attacks you, it turns it kills you and then turns your body into a zombie. So basically, what happened is so like in real life. Yeah. So it it killed Ralph. Ralph turned into a zombie. The character that I named after Ian sniped the Ralph zombie. So he had to kill his own brother in the War of the Worlds. And I was sad about it, but it was my civic duty. I had to do it. <laughs> Give me a gun right now. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it now. But but the, super well done. Um, if you're into strategy at all, um, the, you, like you'd probably like something like that. each oh God, each yes. different each different character. Um, they start out as a rookie, but as they level up, they automatically get put into a different class. There's the heavy class, which is kind of like your front line. He can do suppression and stuff like that. You have uh, you have assault classes, which are the guys you have run in, run and gun real quick. They carry shotguns up close, you know that sort of thing. Um, you have uh, support characters, which you can equip with like meta packs uh stuff like that Mm -hmm. um to where you have like healers and stuff like that um what else is there there's and there's a sniper um which is very useful (laughs) apparently (laughs) definitely good from a distance um but it's from a distance it's super addictive like i really wanted to stop playing it at about you know i was like i'm gonna play this for a couple hours and i'm gonna play some dishonored and check out dishonored (laughs) because dishonored looks really cool Mm -hmm. and it's been getting good reviews as well and i ended up playing XCOM for eight hours so uh it's like a strategy game so it's like the overhead view yeah overhead view um like you can toggle the camera and like during certain points it'll show like a third person or a first person view of what the action's happening um, but it, it's it's super well done, um, and I like it a lot. Good. Yeah, I know you've been looking forward to it. It sucked. Yeah, it was like terrible. Yeah, I know I lost like at least half of my life on Age of Empires, so I will definitely. Check yeah, this you one should out. check XCOM out. You like Halo Wars, um, right? And the, is that the, what it's called, Halo Wars? Yeah. The the I the, played it maybe once, and I wasn't too impressed with it. Well, you like but, Tom Clancy's End War. Uh, End War. End War was amazing. End War was fantastic. Yeah, I, I never actually headphone. got around to playing End War. I did yeah, the little headphone it, thing, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm in military. It was pretty sweet. That you're in military. <laughs> I was in military. That... In and military. <laughs> it's not funny, okay? I know. Uh, so what else, what's um what's coming out next to you that you're looking forward to? Oh, uh, well, the next big game? No, it's not. Uh, Assassin's Creed Three. Oh, okay, okay. Assassin's okay. Creed Three comes out the week before Halo Four, which is ridiculous. See, we're at but that it's point that time now of year. where yeah. like all the movies are like Oscar films, and all the games are like Game of the Year games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> which is good time. I mean, now that it's like with the movies coming out, like Argo, can't wait for that. Yeah, show. I'm looking so, forward to checking. And it out. Yeah. this Friday is uh, Sinister, which is one I'm. <laughs> I love any movie that the review is. This will mess you up. Okay, mm-hmm. I I know that horror. Uh, I'm genuinely I'm genuinely excited for this movie. I looked. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes right now has like an like an 89 percent or 98 percent. It was like a really high number, positive rating between critics and users. And the critics are saying that this is so unrelentingly scary that there's something happening every like 20 seconds. That the the quote was, "You'll regret buying a large coke because it will make you pee yourself." <laughs> they said that that. They took what is essentially a third grader's idea of a horror film and made it legit scary. Hmm. Like, I'm. When's the last time Ethan Hawke's done something? Because a while. Yeah. Also, I thought it was Edward Furlong. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, he, Ethan Hawke was Justin <laughs> Prometheus, wasn't he? He was the old guy. That was Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yeah, but they're all I, like typical I, white guys. I, what I liked about that was 
was it the viral marketing they did for Prometheus? Do you ever see you know TED Talks the, yeah. the with the CEOs of that? They did a TED Talk for Wayland Corporation with Guy Pierce, and it was like it was uh, from when he was like twenty some years old, and he's mm. talking about the Prometheus. So he didn't have the shittiest no. makeup I've ever seen on which did not pay ever. off. By the way, I like Prometheus, and that didn't pay off at all. Like him being like, why didn't they just get like an old guy to play? Yeah, him? I don't know why they were like we have to have a guy they can do okay. a half-assed Colonel well, Sanders impression. Okay. I, I love, yeah, I know. But they, they so they did this TED talk with the Wayland Corporation in the middle. That's kind of like. 1984 kind of like post-apocalyptic yeah. like stripped down like auditorium and it's really he's in the middle in like a suit talking about this this like the evolution of humankind and it's cool it was a viral marketing for that and I watched mm-hmm. it. it actually made me super excited for that for Prometheus but another thing I okay let's turn this into Prometheus cast you spent trillions of dollars on an expedition yet you didn't manage to tell Anyone? Yeah. What anyone? The point, what the, is, point of the thing is, you got arch, you got not archaeologists, but you got like biologists and shit. That at the first sign of other life, like alien life, they run off like little bitches. They're like, oh no, we don't want any part of this. I mean, we only this is like the only thing we should be looking forward to in our entire lives is discovering new species on other oh, fucking oh, planets. And why? Why Idris Elba? I love you, Idris Elba. Why do you speak with a horrible Texas accent that you're masking your uh, your English accent for? And it's the worst Texan accent I've ever heard. And he's still doing an English accent. Like I don't understand he why they great American this, accent. This I mean, is Stringer fucking Bell, and yeah. he's not doing anything substantial. He played a the Baltimore office. fucking gangster. Yeah, he was on. He was um, Charles on the, the Office. office. Yeah. The Philly biggest, de- one of the biggest accent. deals in The Wire. And yeah. I've never seen The Wire. I watched half the first season. And it's still good, but Stringer Bell is in there from episode one. Wirecast. Oh, dude! Oh, I man, could, the wire. The so wire good. is fantastic. You you haven't watched it, have you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to get addicted to a show really, really quickly? I know about it. I just know that I've always wanted. And it's to only like what? Five seasons. It's five seasons. Yeah, I'm on board now. That's yeah. all I can say. I a lot of rape. We're closing out to Steubenville. <laughs> I watched the first <laughs> half of season one, and there hasn't been rape yet, but it's coming. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, so, yeah. So, that's <laughs> Prometheus plot holes, cast. But we do love Damon Lindelof. We all love Damon Lindelof. Here. I love Damon Lindelof, but I recognize that uh, fucking... It wasn't a perfect movie, but I will say this. The reason I liked it kind of had to do with the fact that I saw it at a drive-in as a double feature with the Avengers and that was like such a good summer like set of flicks yeah. it's it, they're good popcorn movies like I I have no qualms with a movie that, like okay, I saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and I knew that it wasn't going to be Oscar material because it's called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter which it should be but mm-hmm. I well what bummed me out about that the most was the people online that no matter how many times someone posted this was a book first like everyone was like this is the dumbest what's next Obama zombie hunter and for the record that should be that would be a fantastic movie I'd watch it that should be no uh, no it's gonna be racist it's gonna be racist it should be a shitty movie that you have in your Netflix queue yeah well there was um, (laughs) Abraham Lincoln zombie hunter well no but do do you know who who did that flick The Asylum The Asylum is responsible for stop doing racist Obama do you wanna go there you wanna go there for the American people Uh, (laughs) ah 
Are we? No, stop it. This will be the part of the podcast. Like I listened to the last podcast. There's like five parts of the podcast, 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 where we're all having different conversations. And I love it. It makes it totally makes sense. I'm fine, folks. I don't know. I didn't. We're doing a podcast. I couldn't tell. I was hanging the use of the word podcast. Oh my god, Ralph. Ralph just persisted. Oh my god. If we're ever gonna be shot, it's because you're racist and pressing a president. How is that racist? It's a hesitant impression. I Have you say, listened to Too Soon? Uh, I like chicken waffles. He, does, <laughs> he, is, he is not a. An, he's not doing the announcements on an uh, airplane. Like, uh, 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 speaking. Uh, also, person Bowen. Uh, socialism. So, <laughs> you know, if if Barack Obama were doing the announcements on an airplane, then the oxygen masks would come down because of the economies like tanking and stuff, right? High five. Or because Romney put the window down. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh! oh Topical! Oh, Podcast time! Oh, DJ Colin! Sorry. We all just high-fived and jerked each other off because we were so happy. <laughs> um, so after that, can we not have more loud bursts of noise on the podcast? Hey! It's okay, um, I'll, I'll normalize the I audio. I really don't know what you're talking about! <laughs> Stop. Welcome so, to the Tom Hanks cast! He, did you see that he was, so on, that was Oh, good, he was great on Nerd. That was a good Tom Hanks. That was a shockingly good Tom Hanks. <laughs> Maybe we don't have to go to the store! <laughs> okay, you lost it. Wilson! <laughs> I don't think he... Okay. So, yeah, he was a good Nerdist cast. I was impressed <laughs> they locked down Tom Hanks to be on the Nerdist podcast. <laughs> also, is there anyone cooler than Tom fucking Hanks? Tom Hanks was great. And I, I, I did like Chris Hardwick's thing where he's an uh, amalgamation of all three of them. Yeah, he is. But I, I love that they, they hit on every single one of his movies and then at the very end I was like mention that thing you do mention that thing you do because that, I didn't realize I knew he directed it but I didn't know he also wrote that oh yeah that was his first writing oh. and directorial debut oh, yeah. and oh, it's yeah. and we all know who wrote the song Mike Viola and the Candy Butcher and Adam Schlesinger and Adam, from Adam, Found the Wing who they went on to do the music from Walk Hard too <laughs> you princes of Maine they've done a, and I think and it's sad and they I also do Stacy's Mom well, that's Fountains of Wayne did Stacy's mom, yeah. But the bassist from Fountains of Wayne and the singer, Adam Schlesinger, um, is the guy who wrote all the music for That Thing You Do. And, uh, and um, Real quick, hard. anyone listening to the podcast, go on to Spotify, go on to iTunes, download The Candy Butchers. Uh, they have Floor. a lot of good stuff. And you'll recognize the voice as the guy who Every- sang that that thing you do, the actual guy who sings. Everything is Falling Into Place is the name of the record. Falling Into Place, falling the first place. album. That's um, my favorite of, of, of the record. Uh, Hang On Mike is a really good Candy Butchers album. Which, the one with Killing Floor is... That's Falling Into Place. Okay. There's a few of those, like, mid the mid-90s records that kind of flew under the radar. His and The Muffs' um, Happy Birthday to Me is great from start to finish. That is such a good record. It's sad that most people know The Muffs for their shitty cover of Kids in America. Yeah. Compared to the rest of that record is so good. Also, another, speaking of people who did the music for that thing you do, if everyone knows Fountains of Wayne for Stacy's mom, but if you get a chance, listen to the album News and Weather, I think it's yeah. called. It They're, is fantastic. It was released probably, I think, like 2008. Well, as a even, even, even before Stacy's mom, they had a hit in the, well, a minor hit in the mid 90s with Sink to the Bottom, yeah. which is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that that song should have blown up. Swag, and, swag. And, and, <laughs> swag, swag. Swag, swag. Um, 
What you swagging on, girl? Every time I think of like Mike Viola and bands like or the mobster bands like that, clue the soundtrack. I just want to listen to the clue the soundtrack <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie, it's a great soundtrack. Jill Sapule. There's so much good stuff on that record. Maybe but I was gonna say, um, Mike Viola and Adam Schlesinger, I think, also wrote this stuff for. Um, well, they were consulting writers on the Josie and the Pussycats movie yes. too, which I wish. Which I is know. a masterpiece of cinema. Hold on, I realized the other day that I can name the top five actors in that movie. Uh, Rachel <laughs> Lee Alan, Cook. Alan Cumming. Hold on, no, 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 no. In order, Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, Rosario Dawson to no by that point in time Tara Reid Rosario Dawson Parker Posey and Alan Cummings why I do Tara, I what's happening with Tara Reid and welcome to our new that. segment skills that should not be unintentional <laughs> homoerotic behavior I know <laughs> the cast to the Josie and the Pussycats unintentional if, if any of you don't, sexuality <laughs> if any of you don't know Ian personally you should you should really be aware if you're going to listen to this podcast periodically that Ian has Asperger syndrome for pop culture he was listing like dates of albums I've never fucking heard of like the bullshit it was the the I was explaining how odd it, not odd it's just a coincidence that two of my favorite records were released a year apart from each other in January on January 12th Asperger January 12th 2010 Contra by Vampire Weekend came out and then the next year on January 11th uh, um, two records came out Cage Elephants um, thank you, happy birthday, mm-hmm. and one more that I'm blanking on right now, but I, I oh, Cakes, Cakes knew his record. Oh, and did you know Contra of came out the same day as Contra 4 on the DS that year? Well, Are you shit. making that up, or? Yes, I am okay. making that up. Cool. <laughs> I don't know dates. That was a plausible lie. <laughs> no, think, when it comes to records, I have a weird memory for that. I don't know adult things like, you know, my taxes, or I actually, I, I can't do. I don't know my taxes. I can't do functioning adult things, but I can tell you when the Strokes first record came out. Like, it's sad that I know these things. I can't tell you to the exact date, but I can tell you it was September, probably 21st, 2001. Yeah, it's sad. I don't and an have, awkward silence befell the I whole room. I don't have real life skills at all. But so anyway, uh, it's well, okay. You have skills, Jermaine. To a any, podcast. Any any records you're listening to right now? I haven't really listened to a lot of music in the past week, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. You did give me onto that Fozzie record, which yeah. isn't terrible. Fozzie's not bad. He has a pretty decent song with Matt Sh- or with them shadows from. Um, Event Sevenfold. Do you listen to the new Event Sevenfold song? It's just tailor-made for Call of Duty. Like, yeah. they're only writing Call of Duty theme songs now, which is sad because this is the band that put out City of Evil, and that's a yeah. really good fucking that is a record. Genuinely good Actually, album. their self-title record was really good yeah. too. Little Piece of Heaven's a good song. Yeah. They, the Nightmare. Uh, half of that record is Fiction's good. Fiction's good. Well, that's the last song that the Rev wrote. Yeah. I mean, it does suck because I really do think he's a fantastic drummer, and it's sad that he, you know. If Pinkley Smooth could just put out another album, that'd be good. Pinkley Smooth's really good. Well, that was Sinister Gates and. uh, No, yeah, that was Sinister Gates and uh, the drummer. Yeah, the Rev. Well, they're probably not going to release another record because he's dead. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like I would, I could do without like another a good Avenged Sevenfold album. Do you want to hear two really good grindcore projects? No, not at all. You like grindcore. I do like grindcore. What? What? Uh, um, what? What, Ian? What? Oh, shit. I'm blanking right now. The Color of Violence, which is the drummer and the guitarist from uh, from First to Last, which is one of the scariest things I've ever heard because it's violent. It's like Pinkly Smooth. It's violent circus grindcore. Um, and... Uh, 
Oh, who else? Who else has a grand core project? I was going to tell you about them. Oh, Frank Iero's Leathermouth. He was the guitarist from My Chemical Romance. Has a has a grand core band. I haven't cared about My Chemical Romance since they released that shitty CD that sucked. Off, awful, awfulness. Danger awful days. Forever. Yes. Danger days had a handful of good tracks on it. My favorite being Planetary Go, and the only reason I liked it so much was because it's um, Power Man Five Thousand's World Worlds Collide. It's the exact yeah. same song, and the only reason I like that is because the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two soundtrack. Yeah. So do we want? know what we're consuming this week. Well, that's what you're talking about video games. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I've been I'm consuming. So, so as far without as, actually as far saying as it, my, <laughs> as far as my, my con- consuming right now, um, this past weekend, mass quantities of alcohol, mm-hmm. I was day drinking on Friday and I really... Day I, drinking. Here's my issue. Day drinking is acceptable maybe once in a while. And when perpetuated by my girlfriend's mother who told me it's okay before we go to the reception feel free to drink whatever you want and then she she asked if I still had my bottle of Jameson downstairs um, it was a good day it was a good day for Ian and uh, I, I was a, I went to a really nice wedding on Friday uh, Amanda and Bill's reception was beautiful and fantastic went to a really nice church that shouldn't exist in the poverty stricken neighborhood that it is but uh, uh I forget what the name of the cathedral is. It's the the Catholic church across from Big Red, like from the. Oh, I can't. I, I don't remember St. Paul's. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's beautiful. Although Huge all church. all of the and everything is like gold or uh, or um, uh, marble. But all the angel statues. Every time I caught eyes with them, I was trying not to blink because I was because they, <laughs> they they look like weaving angels. It freaked me right the fuck out. But it was um, maybe that's because you were day drinking. <laughs> no, not at that point in time. The wedding, I was sober. I only wished I was. Uh, I wished I was drunk. But um, I, I don't fare well in in churches in general. And as I'm sitting there, my, my girlfriend's mother leans in. She goes, "Ian, are you Catholic?" I said, "No, I'm actually shocked. I'm not bursting into flames right now." Mm-hmm. And and they inform me that not that they're really not that religious either. Heretic. The, the I will kid you not. The room, granted, it was probably because there was a close to like 300 people in there, and everyone is breathing heavy. That room went from being cold to like I was sweating hot, and and I'm in dress clothes, but I'm thinking this might be it. Like I'm, but halfway through the, <laughs> the reception, spontaneous human no, combustion. Half, yeah, that could be the, the case. Like I just I was raptured. What if I was the one that was raptured in that? Just version? you. You yeah, were the only person who's going to heaven. So halfway through the service, because they had the the Catholic mass and all that. Halfway through this. The, this grouping of nuns started coming out the side of the church like in threes and I'm talking eventually there was like 15 of them like some nun clown car was let out it was one of the most terror have you ever seen like a gaggle of nuns like just emerging from the middle is distance? that the official name yes. for multiple yeah. nuns a gaggle I, I was either that or a murder I haven't decided which one I like more um <laughs> A gaggle of nuns. Um, I think I prefer a murder of nuns. <laughs> a crow left of the murder of nuns. Um, back to Incubus. Uh, I'm actually Boo, taking a break on Incubus you. Gate right now. Boo, fuck you. No, that's actually, right. I went and bought... Um, I, I, I completed so my... So you made yourself stop listening? I, I will throw on Make Yourself at any point in time, but actually I, I went and... Uh, Oh, one of my favorite music, one of the only like actual in-store music retailers right now. I went up and saw an old friend of the, the both of ours working uh, at a, a three-letter entertainment venue, um, and she uh, not only gave me a free copy of the new Mumford and Sons record, which I promptly gave to my girlfriend. Uh, she sold me a deal on 
the new Incubus record, Science by Incubus, that was their first one, and um, a new copy of Morning View because I've been able to find my copy. So now in my car, I have their discography, and I'm not ashamed. Brendan Boyd is my hero. Although he does get a lot weaker in the later half records. He just gets feeble. Like, halfway through, he just stops. Like, in the early records, he's, like, he's almost Anthony Kiedis. In the early records, they're very similar to, like, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers with mixing. Like, that's all the early stuff. And then halfway through, he decided, no, let's get rid of our guy who does all the cool mixing and just mm-hmm. play sitars. Like, that's... Sitars are cool. No, they oh, are. Harrison played a sitar. Our, Charles yeah. Manson played a sitar. Yeah. <laughs> They, I'm not entirely talking about guys who had great ideas. Charles Manson <laughs> and George Harrison aren't the same person. No, they totally were. Yeah, they are. They were. They were. Um, but yeah. So uh, on the music front right now, uh, I'm really, uh, kind of really excited about the new Muse record, considering how how I wasn't a huge fan of their last one, Resistance. It was good. A lot of stadium anthems, uh, but not a lot of the. This is a band that builds their own instruments that that you know puts a lot of ingenuity and time into lyricism and Matt Bellamy their singer is a fucking mad genius when it comes to you know this this man composes concertos like he composes orchestras and he's fantastic at what he does but that last record was just lackluster it was all just stadium anthems about rising up against a a, a random oppressor that never really gets talked about in the record I will say this though Undisclosed Desires was a pretty good song but the song uprising itself was not uh was not good. These sucks. You uh, don't think we that. should you don't think that. We should talk about more manta rays. Did you know they that manta rays have no nose? They were no no. They we'll get to manta ray cast in a second. You had your manta ray cast. cast. Could I have my own podcast? I don't know about that Taylor. <laughs> um, manta rays don't have any noses. That's so so yeah, uh they I, I was you know, mentioning them because they guested the music. They were the musical guests on SNL this week, and they were um, fantastic. And the last time they were on was the season ender from like three years ago. It was like Wolf Arrow and Muse, and they did Starlight and um, maybe Supermassive Black Hole. It was from it was from Black Holes and Revelations. I know they did Starlight for sure. I don't think they did Night to Sidonia, which would would have been way cooler. But um, yeah, it's probably my favorite Muse song actually. That's such a cool song. Like, yeah. it's just, it's still it's like future Western. Like, have you ever seen the music video for that? It's a I Western set on Mars. Like, it's fucking, well, Cydonia, I think, is the name of the dark spot on, on Mars. Is the So, that would make sense. Um, but that was from the Black Holes and Revelations record. And then they had, that was in 06. They took a break and they put out Resistance in 09. And they take another three years off and put out Second Law. And they caught... Oh, uh, kind of a shitstorm right before the record came out when they put out like um, kind of a, a dubstep fueled uh, uh, trailer for the record and I really liked it but I, I'm kind of a fan of, of the whole dubstep scene right now and whatnot. But I I wish they would have you know had more on that record the record opens up I can't tell you what the name of the song is for the life of me but it legit sounds like it could have been the James Bond theme song for Skyfall like Although I did actually hear, have you heard Adele's song for Skyfall? Yeah, it's good, right? It's it's really good. She, oh, Adele, I I love that woman. She's could she be more fantastic? Like her live DVD is amazing. Like she, oh, she's awesome. Like we're not going to offer you any resistance. There's just nothing fake about her. I, I I can't argue on the Adele front. And she just like 19 is so good. And there's a song you've heard her first record, right? 
19. It was okay. I, that's what was chasing pavement. I like that, it, that, that I like it entire... more than 21. Honestly, I there's a song on there called Unpopular Opinion. There's a song on there called Tired. I think it's Tired. It's like track 11. That's actually like kind of different from her. It kind of sounds like this um the the cure is close to you. It kind of sounds like that a little bit. It's weird. I like the one that Childish Gambino sampled off that album. Yeah. I can't tell you. I, I, I don't know why I like 19 a lot more than... Baby girl, you know what I want. Let me do it to you. Do it to you. Let me do it. Oh, he knows. I've not seen Donald Glover. Please don't sue us. Yeah, dude. Say that even worse. About 30 seconds can't sue us. Go for it. So... Actually so I've not been. By the way, I looked it up. I've not <laughs> been to a lot of of we'll say black concerts. He was by far very a lot more aggressive than I thought he was going to be. There were way you were way too many white people there to call that a black concert. Yeah, but how? But that dude compared to his comedy persona, which is you know the fun loving guy, not taking when, off your shirt, when not screaming. When he's on stage, he's the hardest motherfucker I've ever seen. Like he he's frightening. He's scarier than I assume Kanye is in concert. Taylor, you seen? Uh, Kanye. Kanye is not scary. When I saw Kanye, he was wearing a leather skirt kilt thing, so not that scary. Also, Kanye is Kanye. Here's the thing: is that like I will agree that Donald Glover's was he wearing a stage Kanye persona. Vest? Shut up. Persona. Persona. Persona Blade. Yes. Mortal Kombat. Yes. Huh? Whatever you say. Huh? Like huh? when when he's on stage, huh? that's fantastic. That he's like all like all hard and stuff. But that's not him. And then he always talks about how he's like real and stuff. That's not fucking him. If he were real, he'd be himself. But on like on Twitter and stuff, like always like 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 talks like a fucking gangster. But he's not a gangster. No. He's an NYU graduate. Kanye West. No fucking Donald Glover. Oh. Well, well, Kanye no. West is an idiot. He's just an idiot who makes good music. Oh, he makes fantastic music. Has I he? Ever- there were Asian girls everywhere. UCLA. That dude, I will say this, as much as publicly he's not the most like human being, the dude's never released a bad record. He's fantastic. He, Except for half of the new good music uh, album. But then again, it's just because of 2 Chains and how shitty 2 Chains. How awful was 2 Chains? 2 Chains, he just, he just raps like this and he doesn't Like the Fred Schneider of yeah. rap? Yeah, he's the Fred Schneider of rap. The B-52 Chains. 2 Chains! 2 Chains! P fifty two chains. We, I just made a match. That up. literally took two seconds. Two chain seconds. P, are you just are you just jumping on the two chains? Man, B fifty two chains. I think I really. I think I really want to roam right now. <laughs> I listen. I unironically like the B fifty twos, except for Keith Lorraine. That song can can die in a fire. But they they recently did some uh, live stuff for I think it was AOL or, or some maybe it was Yahoo B fifty twos did. First of all, Kate Pearson is still hot. Like it's ridiculous that she's out on the song. And I don't know, Fred Schneider has not aged at all either. It's just you know their guitarist is dead. Well, but, lots of coke will preserve your body. Well, that's not usually the case. Yeah, lots of I don't coke. Know, man. Look at Keith Richards. Oh my goodness, he defies. There's there's a reason that it's so funny that line from Wayne's World holds so true about him not being able to be con- killed by conventional weapons. It's literally he's he is. I, I hate to say it, Keith Richards is the Ubermensch. He might be He's the Ubermensch. The Ubermensch! 
<laughs> I totally like... won a Cards Against Humanity card this week because of the Ubermensch. <laughs> did you go to yes, game night? Yes, I did. I, I, I would have. I, Sarah and I would have gone, but it was um, her sister was still in town, so we wanted to hang. Not interesting podcast. Talk <laughs> to the audience. I was going. So to- I was like jerking off a robot the other day, right? Bring it back and then explosions everywhere. Yeah. And James Bond. Oh my god! And what? Well, how to my hype, man? How to cards against humanity go? Good, we have fun. I'm well, obsessed with that game. Well, because that's uh, how you fucking say that, you dipshit. Let me tell you how, um, what's the game called? What was the game called where you, you pass the cards, you read all the questions? Loopy? Uh, Oodles. Oodles. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oodles. He was thinking of his life. Tony and I. <laughs> Kablam! Tony and I dominated. I, I never we just kept passing it back. You guys are assholes and you I cheated. Never even heard of it. Yeah, I think they no. cheated. I think they cheated. The cards. No, Tony Tony's cheated. British, so he knows things. Tony cheated. No. Tony's play, old, play fucking so categories with that man. Play categories with Tony. Yeah, he does cheat at categories. So bad. I think he does. No, we all think he does. We all think he does. Except for him and Jess. Oh my god, he cheats so bad. Uh, and for the record, though, I, I really love Scattergories. Scattergories is really fun. Board games are stupid I'm, and I'm for old now, people. Like, I want to hang out and play You Pac-Man. take it back. It's, I want to play... I always I forget play, the board uh, games. In like, this era, Resident I Evil. board games are a thing until like we break them out. And I was like, oh yeah, they're so much fun. And then uh, fucking Memento. I forget they're a thing again. Like <laughs> I, I love them up until we go to Tony's and I'm just like... Oh yeah, board games. Although I cleaned up a fucking Trivial Pursuit pop culture, I'll say that. Because no. we've always did our Trevor, lives. Tell Ian about how Ralph over here did at Trivial Pursuit pop culture this week. He, did you play it? he cheated. Horseshit! Yeah. It was horseshit. Oh my fucking cleaned up! And I got horseshit. four puzzle pieces in one turn. What was uh? What was the most random knowledge you pulled out of nowhere? Oh, the sports one that uh, ended up being about the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. The one... Because you went through a weird phase in the 90s. Because I love the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. You were obsessed with, like, the the Mm -hmm. mid-90s Chicago Bulls. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Horace Grant (laughs) was a person on the team? Horace Grant. Trying to get some grants like Horace. Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen. Dennis Rodman. Michael Michael Jordan. Dennis Rodman was point guard. Why do I know... Yeah. The 90s. Because I, I think, watched the Bulls in the I 90s. I think a lot of people I was four when Bulls. you were watching the Bulls. I shouldn't mm-hmm. know. Horace Grant. Did he have the glasses? Was that yes, the dude? The big, the goggles? big glasses. The big goggles. He he put with like a Groucho disguise and that. <laughs> He's got a cigar. Ah, see, see. Basketball goggles. Basketball goggles. Boggles. Oh! That sounds dirty. High five. Yeah. By no. the way, mashup premieres on Comedy Central tonight. You're going to watch it? What is I'm it? very excited about TJ it. TJ Miller's mashup? TJ Miller's mashup. Uh, Chris Hardwick, to, Jonah Ray, Kamel, Kamel is on it. To, tomorrow, uh, Nashville premieres on ABC. I, I Connie Britton, motherfucker. Connie, I, know I you love guys Connie. Say Britton. great things about that show on the podcast, but I am. Oh no, wait a second. No, no, we didn't see it yet. What is Nashville? With, Nashville is. We saw the trailers. The trailers with Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. I will watch it anyway because I hate Hayden Panettiere. She is built like a midget, but she is also built like the a dream woman. The sexiest midget in the, the sexiest entire world. Hayden Benetiere. The sexiest midget. The queen of the midgets. Well, now that we know Taylor's fetish. Listen. Yeah. Listen. Midgets do... I don't know where I was going to finish with that. Back to Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah. The thing about midgets is like legally fucking a kid. Like, it's... It's like well, the only way you can get away with it. Yeah, well, right? Like... Listen, I'm not. I'm not. Back to I'm Jerry not, Sandusky. I'm, I'm not above fucking a midget. Get it? Get it? Because <laughs> they're so short. Ah, uh, Blade Banner. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah. <laughs> now that Taylor's I, I think I was talking about the Muse record. <laughs> Check it out. It's good. Second law. Good. Fucking a midget. Yeah. Um... What are well, you? that's our amusing segment. What are you? You should never. You should. You should. What am you I should consuming? Like, oh, thank you for asking. Ah, is that what you're gonna say? What were you gonna say? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna just get you in on this. Okay. <laughs> um, I I have been revisiting a band from the '90s called Sleeper. Do you remember any of their songs from when you were a kid and they, I would listen to them all the time? I, I know their records because I borrowed them from you a couple years ago, and I I, I still have them. Um. I remember I oh they weren't the ones that lead me right here because I don't no was that Veruca Salt yeah that was Veruca Salt yeah I kind of confused you Sleeper Sleeper was in 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 betweener so uh, in, in, see I kind of all confuse them with Elastica like I it, yeah they're they're interchangeable which Elastica was a band that never got their due from mm-hmm. the 90s they were fantastic I've been going back and listening to them they I mean they've since disbanded them um, and Lush do you I remember Lush? I just, just like I, I lumped them all in with Poe like I like they were all Lady Killers was their big song yeah and I, I remember that one but oh and Veruca Salt like they all kind of go hand in hand with each other, yeah. and they and they never hit the no doubt train. Luscious Jackson, Luscious, thank, yes, yeah. they never hit the no doubt train. They never got like they were. No, they came at the wrong time. They they missed the boat <laughs> on female empowerment rock because I think them and like Jill Sebul and uh, uh-huh. Supermodel, and then she did. A, she was the original. I kissed a girl. Yeah, was uh, which why do I know that? Although I will say this: one of my favorite '90s anthems, Lisa Loeb Stay. That's yeah. a great song. That's a great that is actually a really good song. And here's a sad fact about if you want some more unintentional. You say I talk so all the un, time. Unintentional mm-hmm. homoerotic uh, behavior, which totally is uh, when Ian becomes drunk. Ian, he likes to get on Spotify and listen to '90s female empowerment rock <laughs> because I will listen. To, yeah, I know. I will listen to, <laughs> to fucking Natalie Imbruglia's "Torn" a lot when I'm drunk. That's a great but song. The, that's, good song. That's not her. That's song. the most pumped anyone's ever been. About yeah, Natalie and Bruce. I, I didn't know that. That's a cover. But I'll say this the song I listen to most, the song Drunk Ian jams on the most, is Sarah McLaughlin's Building a Mystery. Oh. It's a good song! Sarah McLaughlin looks like her home. face has been melted. Partially. I can't hear Sarah McLaughlin anymore without thinking of dead puppies. Yeah. I can't masturbate anymore without dead thinking of dead puppies. puppies. <laughs> is that Morrissey talking about dead puppies? <laughs> dead puppies. Don't well, agree with I mean, don't you break either. the computer with Morrissey? <laughs> But back no, to that. Plays the single smith, Sarah and Mc- I'm killing all those puppies because I want to protest the queen. That you know who I'm ever at now. That concert's so soon. That concert's so concert's soon. Concert's in two weeks. I know. Um, from today, from today, two weeks from today, we see Morrissey in Pittsburgh. Um. So so yeah, building a drunk Ian gets all weepy with building a mystery. Uh, Let me tell you about getting all weepy. This week. I brought myself to a place where I could finally appreciate and watch. I'm not going to spoil anything, Taylor. Okay. Where I could finally appreciate, and I was in a decent enough mood to become depressed. So I watched the <laughs> final episode of Doctor Who with Amy and Rory. Ooh. Yeah, and it is a soul crusher. Was it a fitting end though? Like it was a gorgeous end okay. for Rory and Amy. A little sad, yeah. but. Fitting for all the torment that they have been through together, that it's happy enough for them because they don't get separated. I'll tell you that much. Oh, there's weeping angels involved. There are weeping angels definitely involved. Listen, 
you're not like this is why I was going to leave the news because when you when you're like I'm not going to spoil it, you spoil it anyway. Great crack video about the guy that doesn't mean to spoil <laughs> shows. He just might say anything, but Eddard Stark dies in the tenth episode of Game of Thrones first season. Um, Dude, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. Everyone knows Eddard Stark Dude, dies. I didn't know that. It's fucking uh, Trevelyan. He dies. Oh, in Sean Bean dies. Yeah, in Sean Bean dies in everything he's in. Um, Here's 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 there's the thing. There's a whole premise in the Doctor Who episode with a book that was written by River under an assumed name, Melody Pond, right? Melody Pond, but it, there's a different name for it. And the book basically tells everything River that's Phoenix. happening. And the Doctor hates endings. And you find out he always rips the last page out of the book, so he doesn't have to read the ending because he hates endings. And just like Dakota Fanning in Signs, when she won't finish it, Amy lots of water. through time publishes the book, and River <laughs> says she's going to have her write an afterward so the doctor can read it and that was the last page and when he reads this afterward he comes I'm gonna cry right now (laughs) so give me Sam McLaughlin because of what she says to him and how fitting it is for the girl who sat on her suitcase and waited for the raggedy man to come back um for, oh God. for you all at home, Ralph is tearing up. He's weeping. Okay. He's he weeping. has his hand against his mouth. I can't. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm just saying it was okay. beautiful. It was fitting. And I'm very excited for the Christmas episode to get back to the companion that was introduced in the season premiere. But it's not going to be Amy and Rory. And but she's, she's never just as gorgeous as Amy. And and she's very hot and she makes suicides. Yeah. Hey, Arthur Darvel, listen, I know that you two don't like, you know, Dong. But like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. He got. Don't just make assumptions. Wait, he got attractive. Don't speak for all of us. He got attractive. What's that all about? Like he started out kind of. Well, let's just say this. He was almost as bad as Mickey. And I won't, I won't nothing. I won't nothing. Oh, poor Mickey. Oh God, he was he, okay. Any but anything before Stephen Robinson writing for. He got to end up with uh, the only other black person in the yeah. Doctor Who universe. Fremont, <laughs> who's That's on great. Law and Order UK now. Right. Yep. Yep. With, with one of the one of the old doctors, Pete, not Peter. Um, what the fuck is his name? He's on Law and Order UK, and it's he was one of the doctors, and she's with him now. It's really kind of funny. The one that David Tennant's married to his daughter. What maybe possibly could happen on, on Law and maybe. Order UK? They wear powder wigs. So oh, on bicycles. It's rainy today. <laughs> why are, washing away why, the fingerprints, Why are eh? all the artful Dodger? Oh, washing away the fingerprints. Washing away the fingerprints. <laughs> Can't collect fingerprints in all this fog now. Let's go down to the pub for a point. <laughs> I, I exactly. really have Tony's listen to this podcast. I have just seen every single episode of Law and Order UK <laughs> as done by the There's a body. Let's shove him up with the chimney seat <laughs> now, love. Why are they all the Artful Dodger? <laughs> oh, my God. Why are they all Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, the most racist <laughs> character? Um, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just... You know, I really did like the one season with Freema as as the companion. Like there was that really I didn't Rhino watch. episode, yeah. but she did. She was um, Blink, right? I, Freema was Blink. Yeah, I've never seen Blink. Oh, that's one of the that's best the introduction of the weekend. Okay, there's no reason to shout. Yes, a. there is. No, B. Uh, David, while David Tennant is a fantastic actor, I. Yeah, I've already explained this to you. 
I fucking hate Russell T. Davies. You, he, but his he, his was kind of similar to Doctor Who the way it is now. The Moffat the Moffat Who era is not as much as it's fantastic, and there is nothing bad to say about it because it's more serialized. Yeah. The Russell T. Davies is very close to the early Who. Yeah, and that's the thing is the early Who was a kid show. It was marketed towards kids. That's the thing. It's like not a lot of people get that. It's like it was a children's show in Britain. But now it's a good show that has a point that isn't just like, look at all these crazy monsters. And also, like, there feels like there's stakes now. With David Tennant, like, you were always like, oh, he's going to figure it out. But, of course, like, Matt Smith is going to figure it out. But it always feels like maybe he won't. And that's what I love about Stephen. It's not just that Matt Smith is a better doctor than David Tennant because he is. Who did did the Madame de Pompadour episode? But yeah, but that's that's one thing. Is Girl in every, the fireplace? Every Matt is Smith a- episode is is fantastic. Only like every like five Russell T Davies episodes was good. The Hell Pit. Hell Pit's fantastic. That's the thing. Is the like introduction every, like, of the Ood. Yeah, every. But the thing is, like, like the, the Ood freaked me the fuck the out. The Ood freaked me out, but it was always like, wow, this is really fucking cartoony. I believe the episodes when I watched the, uh, Stephen Moffat's episodes. Like, I like get, I get sucked into it. The it was like always like a, I always felt kind of sick in like in like just like ugh, whenever I watch Russell T Davies episodes because it's so cartoony well, and like, I, sticky. The, one of the favorite my favorite things about the Russell Davies episodes is he opens up the Eccleston season with. The Plastic Man, which is awful and, and such Lord, that's a weird episode. opening. But the very next episode, you're five billion years in the future watching the Earth explode as you're afraid that uh, Chris Eccleston and um, Rose Tyler, I don't know why, just hit his real name and, and her character mm-hmm. name, are going to die. Like, like that is yeah. such a good – it's such a – Good opening, and the fact that they one of the they play a classical piece of music from the 20th century, and it's Britney Spears is toxic. Like it's like that's it's just really funny. Like, but then you're introduced to the face of Bo, and like that sets up the rest of like that run. Yeah, and like even the hokey shit with Tenant, like the the I mean, all of Tenant. The cat people when they resurge into the face of Bo. Uh the cat people is. Not I good. like the cat people. Yeah, that's with the cars, right? There's the, there, well, there's two episodes forever. with him, and then the the girl in the fireplace is fantastic. And girl, yeah, the girl in the fireplace is fantastic. One of the best episodes of anything I've ever and seen. And the introduction of the the formation of Torchwood with the uh, werewolf episode. Yeah, but the, like the thing is, like like even when you think about how good the Madame de Pompadour episode is, you don't think about the bad guy in that, which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen that's not Cyberman. Like the poor... Dude, there's some okay Cyberman stuff. Oh my goodness, no. There's nothing... There's... Okay, Daleks... When when they think ghosts are coming back into in, life and they're spending time with people in London and then it turns out to be Cyberman, this that's got nerdy. the dumbest thing I've... Hey, welcome, Davies. welcome to Doctor Who cast. It's... Okay, like, uh, Mason Pierce was talking to me and he's like, I like... I like his podcast a lot but like I feel like if I fast forwarded like five minutes I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on at least with too soon we're just yelling about stuff and you well, kind of get point. it we this is talk. ADD the podcast <laughs> that's fine attention that's deficit fine. with Trevor and Ian. oh god I'm just see cause you shit on the Eccleston season and I no, love Eccleston but I love Eccleston the most out of all the actors Eccleston's the best actor He's outside my doctor I don't know that you could say no, that I'm, Matt Smith, no, Matt Smith is the 
Eccleston's so fucking hokey all the time. Eccleston's the best actor. He's a he's a Shakespearean actor outside of it. He's fantastic. The except last, for G.I. fucking Joe. He was the bad guy in G.I. Joe. Did you know that? The last, yeah, and that's sad. But one of, but he was also the bad guy in 28 Days Later. So, you know. Yeah, but 28 Days Later is, yeah, but 28 Days Later is fantastic. He was fucking John Lennon in that fucking biopic yeah, with, was. uh, uh, who play? I think that the guy who plays Moriarty in uh, uh, the the Sherlock with show, Benedict which is which is probably the best show I've ever seen in my life. What you um, mean with Lucy Liu? What with Lucy Liu? Oh yeah, no, definitely. But you know, I kind of want to watch Elementary. I feel I feel like it's it not would, bad. Oh my goodness! Like I know it's not really? going to be great, but I mean, I, I watched kinda, the first episode. I, it's not bad. It's it's monk meet CSI. But like, see, this is without me having seen the British one. But the British one's so good. yeah. I, well, I, I want to watch. Once you can see it, is a genius. I want to watch Copper. That's yeah, and, we'll and I know that. I gotta watch Luther. I promise you, I'll Dude, get to watch Luther. Luther is Speaking fucking amazing. Elba, yeah, I, I, I'll watch great. Luther for you. Copper looks really good, though. I've heard good things. Now Tony watches it. Mm-hmm. Our, our our friend from across the pond, mm-hmm. who just who doesn't like the place he came from. It's weird that Tony, being the most European person I've ever met, is the most American person <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> um. Okay. So he hates tea. Oh, he, he fucking hates tea and French tea. people. Hey, fucking tea for Fucking so, tea. So I, in the last two weeks, have visited Starbucks more times than I have in the longest time. Uh, I still have uh, lacked a, pu- a pumpkin spice latte. I have oh, But I'm waiting for the salt. oh, Salted caramel That's hot chocolate. That's what I'm waiting for. Is it, back. is it there? Is it's it back? It's there. It's back. Well, what, I, what I've been... See, for, for the record, though, I can't bring myself to get hot drinks there for some reason. I love fucking iced caramel macchiatos. Yeah, my, I, I always get iced or frappes. No, you know they, what you gotta do, listen, but I'm just saying, they have all winter times. They have... Oh, no, I will I will l- love on some some salted caramel. Like, it, Boner potion. Uh, yeah. Boner potion. Which is my rap name. Boner potion. <laughs> Potion Since we're talking about coffee real quick, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the old coffee place I used to go to every day when I worked in Maryland, Caribou Coffee. Caribou Coffee. Caribou! Great. Yeah, Caribou. Caribou was fucking awesome, and you had hey, great fucking smoothies. I actually uh, pulled a news story that might make him happy, and I totally forgot that I had written this down. I... Uh, this is completely off of what we're talking about, but Caribou Coffee yeah. is fucking fantastic. Literally, we were just on what are you consuming, Ralph? Well, like Doctor Who. Let's have a twenty-minute conversation about Doctor Who. No coffee. So, the founder of Fuel by Ramen is now the president and COO of Interscope Gavin. No. Yeah. What is Interscope? Wow. Gavin? One of uh, um, a, a massive, a massive label, and That's he weird. went, which owns Def Jam. But that means, but which I'm hoping now means is that he's got. I mean, Fuel Fuel has been around way longer than just when the Fallout Boy. Uh-huh. They were a less than Jake label for a long time too. They were a, a, a massive name. Bands like early '90s ska, like the Hippos, bands like that got a. A, a big deal on on Fuel by Ramen. They were mainly a ska label for the longest time, but it's kind of cool that he's the head of that now. Because I'm hoping he t- uses his powers for good. I mean, hope, uh, he, he. Have you seen half of the bands on Fuel by Ramen now? Yeah, he's still got a good lineup. Mm. Panic. Panic. Fun. Who is? Uh, although I did I did declare the other day that they are. The most underwhelming band in history. Okay. Whoa. Uh, what? 
I, I um, conversation are we about to have? I, I what will, SmackDown am I going to have to lay? I on will this get podcast? behind that. Fun, some nights is underwhelming. Fun is the most underwhelming band with the. They have the most like buzz There's about not them. Fun enough. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. I thought I thought you were calling that about Panic. And no, no. And you know, you know how I feel. The their last record was lackluster. No, it was it was the perfect pop. Okay, now I'm not going to do this. Not gonna do this. It was a very good. Yeah, you are. It was a very good pop album. All the songs where you kind of knew where it was going, but it's so catchy no, and Fever good. is the perfect pop album. No, Fever is the best you know burlesque weird rape Fol- album. Folia Do is the best pop album. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's fantastic. Not as a fall boy record, which it is, it's a fall like, boy record, but a, a pop record. It's, you it's cannot be sad when you listen to Vices and Virtues, and their new albums are I like can't underway. I'm sad when I listen to no. it. Fucking while Ballad of Mona Lisa is like annoying and like it's like they're trying to do like their last thing. It's like they just make these perfect like they're like and I know that I'm gonna I'm you're going to laugh at this sentence. They're like modern day Holland Oats with the way they craft pop songs. I, I you know I get and that. Holland Oats is fantastic. They make my dreams come true. They do make my dreams come true. Patrick Stump be, just because of his feel connection like with me. You know, like Patrick Stump's Hall. modern day Michael Jackson. John Hall, sorry. Okay, anyway, Vice and Riches is fantastic. Their new album's gonna be fantastic. New Tokyo Police Club album on the way. Oh, new uh yeah, I'll get all I'll get to all this when I get to what I'm consuming, but yeah. What I was what I was saying was, um Amy, Wait, did you say new Tokyo Police Club album? They're working on it. Oh, okay. I thought it was no, 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 my main qualm with fun is is it's that qualm. 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 you're adorable. <laughs> the word qualm with with fun is Amy Ignite for for everything I thought it was gonna be. It just it was boring. It was a boring. You gotta record. keep listening to it. That's I don't want a record like that. I want a re- I, I, it's it's a band called yeah. Fun. That okay. First of all, it broke up the format. It did not break up the format. The fact that Nate Ruiz had a fucking breakdown broke up the format. Nate Ruiz is a is a fucking crazy person. And he's Nate like, Ruiz is fantastic and one of the best singers alive today. And Steel Train, which was... Steel actually, Train's fantastic. Like they were Train. already broken up. Steel Train and Nate Ruiz they were friends. Just, they just put out a record a year ago. Really? That was the well, one. I mean, it didn't break them up. The with the girl in the, the denim jacket. It says Steel Train in the back of it, self-titled. Yeah, that's... that's that was, A year ago? Well, I mean, like... <laughs> All right, so we spin this off into... Brothers fighting constantly. The podcast, but, but no. What, what I'm saying is, Amity Night, Amity Night has a a couple really standout tracks. The same with Some Nights. Some Nights starts out so fucking strong, and maybe I'm just jaded because We Are Young was used in every fucking YOLO yeah. ad that <laughs> ever exists. When it's that song became every time I hear that song, I just think about like a girl at Big Red getting raped. Like we're it's I can't stop thinking about that. Now. <laughs> Those kids are just, fucking walk. We Are Young came out the same time that YOLO was well, a thing. Know, and, and the best part about YOLO, fun, so. the best part about YOLO is it, it auto corrects to Tool. The uh, best part about YOLO is it auto corrects to Tool. Like it's an excuse. First of all, I've I always like the fact that it's an excuse for anal, which is always a good time. But it's an excuse. You live once, put it in your butt, <laughs> butt chug. Yolo's so Yolo's dead already. That's like how like ADD our society is. YOLO is not a thing yeah, anymore. Uh, you know what? I do actually want to. Now it's ratchet. I want to hear Taylor's reaction to uh, these words, "Honey Boo Boo." I don't hate it. Really? Listen I don't to, hate people, it. People, listen to fucking too soon, okay? I've changed my mind in the past like five five minutes. I don't hate it. 
I understand. It's, I understand its, it's pertinence in our society. Its place in society. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo has a purpose. <laughs> so, was there anything else you were consuming? Sorry. Oh no, I'm all set except for so, Honey Boo Boo. We're good. So, Taylor, take us out. What are you consuming? I am consuming. I was going to say large amounts of semen, but that's, that's an <laughs> obvious joke. I won't make it. I was going to say a bigger, blacker dick. <laughs> a bigger, blacker dick pooping back and forth forever. 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 The new Mountain Goats album. Okay. That's what I will say. It is fantastic. I like them. I, I think they sound too much like Sam Rockwell Machete Champion. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is very intentional. John Darney will call me and he's like, hey, I'm going to rip the I'm going to rip you off so long. <laughs> Like hey, what you're doing over there? Can I just recreate it? I that's exactly like I like people are like hey, you sound a lot like the mountain goats. I'm like yeah, I do. That was what I meant to fucking do. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Hey, you sound a lot like Prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that was completely a mistake. I never, I've never even listened to Prodigy. You except for Smack My Bitch Up, Fat of the Land. It's actually a decent dance. That was a it's great fucking, CD. That's a that is a, a perfect techno record. It's so fucking good. That's like breathe, the only techno CD breathe, I will ever listen to. Breathe makes me want to punch a baby every time I hear like in a good way. Like I hear that song, just that opening line. I'm just like, oh shit's getting hit. Like it's 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 go time. Okay, Mountain Goats album. Everything on it's fantastic. John Darnielle's songwriting is still good. The guy, the guy's like a role model for everyone because he released he he's made it a point to release an album a year, whether it's like featuring someone else or if it's just his stuff. He never fucking gives up. He's a genius lyrically. His songs, while like sometimes they like kind of sound the same, like like structurally, they're fantastic. Andrew Jackson Jihad. He yeah, but like, like they four of their still, songs are interchangeable. Yeah, they're the fucking same song, but they're still good and. It's like it's just so good and like yeah. like this new like like the Sunset Tree one of his older albums like it was like about like how his stepdad was really abusive and how he was kind of an alcoholic when he was a teenager butt chugging butt chugging once again um, like no, uh, fucking Tallahassee's about like failed marriages and like quirky relationships that like 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 fall apart and stuff and now it's just like because he was he was a nurse and he was a nurse until touring took him away from that like he always said that, like being like a nurse was like his first job and then music came later but like this new album is about like mental illness and stuff and like how he like doesn't think they don't mental illness exists we're all kind of in the same boat it's fantastic the new Y album is fantastic if you ever get a chance just listen to Y non-stop it's the best music why wait I vouch um, for Modest Yahoo Modest Yahoo who was just in uh, The Possession which is a shitty movie I know that blow um, actually kind of looked decent it like it, it had such potential just like Last House, uh, Last House on the Left no, no the House, House on the Industry everyone fucking does that to me but uh, really because I heard conflicting things I heard it was good I, and- Jennifer Lawrence's Perfect, but Tit City, Tit City, just face is good. Just everything about her is like good. It just emanates this pure light of fantastic. Jennifer Lawrence, Silver Linings Playbook. Mm -hmm. What do you think? That looks fantastic. uh, B Coops. B Coops. B Coops. Finally, not playing a fucking writer in something. It looks. It looks really. Yeah, didn't I think there were three movies this year where he plays a writer that has a problem? I think they should remake the show Hanging with Mr. Cooper, but with Bradley Cooper. B Coops. Hanging with B Coops. Just like, saying. Okay, so well, okay, that would make sense because I'm assuming I I don't remember. But I think they should were black, still. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah. it was Mark Curry. If, if but if they should also keep Holly Robinson Pete. If Lifetime gets to remake Steel Magnolias with black women, then we that didn't have black women. Oh, uh, right? it said in the South. There's no way black women were allowed to say those many words together <laughs> in the same. <laughs> Like, if that many black women got together in the South, it would be considered a riot. Exactly! <laughs> oh. 
Also, the new Demetri Martin uh, album is fantastic. Also, not racist. Steel Mad Dog 2020. Oh, God. <laughs> Over. Wow. <laughs> wow. Steel Asteria. But, oh, uh, win! You won the whole podcast. <laughs> I won the podcast. <laughs> we're keeping we're keeping score now. Um, the new Demetri Martin album is fantastic. Um, while I did not like his show, and a lot of people like are like, oh, he sucks because his show sucked. But he's fantastic. He addresses that a lot, not in the album, but like in real life. He's like, I know my show was lackluster. New album's fantastic. He says fuck a couple times. His guitar playing has gotten better. Also, I've been reading God Bless You, Mr. Rosebutter by uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Fantastic. Suck a dick. Kurt Vonnegut's the best writer if you're like just out of high school and like naive about stuff, but like also kind of jaded. Oh, uh, you put him in between your readings of Nietzsche. Okay, I no longer read Nietzsche or... I like Nietzsche, Franz okay? Kafka. I know, Franz Kafka's good. Fuck Transformation. You. Transformation. Also, Leo Tolstoy, fucking Dostoyevsky. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ian. Fuck you, Ian. Fuck you, Ian. Yeah, I can't get you to pick up, like... Four by Klosterman. That's a fantastic book. I don't book. like Chuck Klosterman, and while I why don't you like Chuck Klosterman? Don't like Chuck Klosterman. Have you Honestly, read any of his books? He's claustrophobic. I'm claustrophobic. Oh shit! Oh, Air high five. Have you read any of his books? I read Downtown Al or whatever. Yeah, that's that's his his fiction yeah, work. His nonfiction like and uh, rock and roll whatever or something. The Fargo Rock City. Yes, that's my least okay. favorite of his books. Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Four and Kill Killing Yourself to Live. Killing Yourself to Live is the one you should start with. I will probably not do that. Uh, another writer that I wrote off a lot, but actually like now is uh, fucking Polonic. Diary is fantastic. It only took oh, yeah. Fight Club. Fight Club blows. Survivor. Oh, Survivor. Survivor. Survivor's good. Choke. Um, Re-choke. I've never read Choke. I own it. Uh, I saw the trailer for the movie adaptation of uh, Beautiful Monsters. Doesn't look really? good. Beautiful. I've never read Beautiful Very Monsters. Very upset with the with the movie adaptation. Much like Choke. The Invisible Monsters. The movie. Invisible Monsters, yeah. Choke, I like the movie, and I read the book at the same time. Sam Rockwell. I, I like them. <laughs> anyway, um, but Diary's and fantastic. By Club Socks. Who was uh, his friend in that? Not the dude from the Shot of the Dead movies, was it? It wasn't. No. Oh, my God. Who, who was his? Oh, shit. Oh my god, I'm, I'm I can't think of this. Podcasters, tell us who was the friend. Anyway, um. Hashtag us. Hashtag us at thing. Trevor and Ian. And the or final thing I'm consuming. Better duck. The final thing I'm consuming is lots of coffee. Uh, and that's why I was able to uh, give you such a in-depth analysis of Honey Boo Boo in the last podcast. So enjoy yourselves, listeners. Um, so you want to do some quick housekeeping stuff real fast as far as uh, as connecting this stuff? Yeah. Sure. Talk about Twitter? Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Trevor and Stop. Ian. Give me a second. Let's, I, w- I really <laughs> want to do this. I really <laughs> want to get this out there. Okay. At Trevor and Ian. You can also check us out at SpiderDuckNet. Um, I mostly, from SpiderDuckNet, I mostly just post on what we're uh, doing on the website uh, at spiderducknetwork.com. Yeah. Um, we also have a bunch of new shirts available from the last podcast, um, including Ian's, which is. Oh, I've made mistakes with other people's dicks, I believe is the phrase. <laughs> that I yes, said. yes, that is that is the phrase. I'm and buying, he has. I, for Christmas, I'm buying Ralph the, uh, the Levitt Tatum. <laughs> Oh dear God! Yeah, Gosling camera shirt. Yeah. yeah, yes. I'll wear it. I'll totally wear it. I'll, I'll hate myself the entire time. 
yes, you should buy that shirt. <laughs> we also have a hoodie available that features me, and it says "Bundle up, bitches," because it's getting cold out. Bundle up, bitches. Don't be like Kasumi and Dead or Alive. <laughs> you know, in, in Antarctica with no clothes. This, this is bullshit. Anyway, um, that's that's what we're doing. We we debuted a new podcast on Sunday, Spider Duck Gaming. Uh, we're gonna bring it to you every weekend um, from. Now on, hopefully, um, as long as the other guy shows up, um, I will mention just just for his sake, the spider duck on the website was actually drawn by Josh Yeager. Now was it? I didn't know he drew that. Stop bugging me about it, <laughs> asshole. Anyway, he's got a plug. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, as far as the the Twitter stuff go, the hashtagging Trevor or the hashtagging Spider Duck, I, I'd love to see that happen some more. Yeah, hashtag Spider Duck. If you're playing any games like I have been or watching any movies in any October, hashtag in oh, October. Oh my god, dude, talk I, about I'm it. I'm sorry, I totally glossed over that. What's what was today's? Uh, well, you were busy with actually. Yeah, today. today was supposed to be Frozen Synapse, which I will probably play. Play and do a video and have a video up tomorrow or Thursday cool. of that. Um, tomorrow, I actually ended up postponing Bachelorette last week, but tomorrow I'm going to watch the Bachelorette. Have you watched any of the movies recently? Uh, yeah, I watched. I had a couple blog blog posts this week. I watched Goats. Um, what the fuck is Goats? Goats is an indie movie with Ty Burrell from Modern Family. It has David Duchovny. Oh my goodness, is it good? It's. <laughs> It's well acted. Oh, okay. The acting is really good. The it's supposed to be like a coming of age tale, and it's just I don't know. I didn't really feel anything when I when I finished watching mm-hmm. it. I, it's but like the acting's all solid. Like the acting's all really good, and it's just the writing's not quite quite there. Um, but I also watched High Road, which has uh, Abby Elliott. Yeah. Um, that's uh, else, Matt, uh, Matt Rob Bester Riggle. That's a that's a UCB joint. Oh, okay. Not best yeah, it's, that. it's it's not bad. It was uh, I don't it wasn't it didn't have as many funny moments as I thought it would. Um, but I mean, there's a good there's a good story to it. Um, so it's it's a good movie, but j- just not what I was expecting. I don't think that's fine. Like so, I, I'm behind on on movies right now just because I've been watching. Uh, Watching Revenge as much as I have and catching up on a bunch of time. <laughs> Fuck you for getting me hooked on that show. Revenge consumes your life. I've been watching way too many things because I DVR like eight different TV shows every day. So, um, Taylor and I watch Roller Town. Roller Town is fantastic. Mark, it's amazing. Yeah, and did you guys end up liking it? Liking it? it was really oh, good. I now awesome. pronounce you guilty of being <laughs> married. Um, Mark Little. Speaking of, of of Roller Town, the writer of it, who is part of uh, Picnic Face, Picnic Face, the web uh, comedy troupe, who are fantastic. If you've ever seen uh, Power Thirst, they made that. If you've ever seen uh, the uh, PowerPoint Meltdown, it's fantastic. Just go to YouTube and watch other videos are fantastic. Face. They're, every video they make is great, except for the bulimia one. That freaks me out that really bad. That one was fucking weird. But it, once again, Mark Little is very... Mark Little is one of the funniest human beings alive right now. He has a new series on Crack.com, a new video series called Dad Talks, or Dad Drives, and it's uh, a son and his dad in a car making, having really weird conversations. I think I sent you the one about the Wiccan girl that I, I you need to watch or we just need to watch it. I watched the weirdest conversation you can have with your dad. Yeah, no, that was it. Okay. Did you tell me I mean, that girl was a Wiccan? <laughs> I just wanted to kiss her. 
<laughs> but no, it's really good. So if you get a chance to watch everything that Mark Little does, buy Picnic Face. So James. Picnic Face is still a thing, right? Yes, they're, Picnic Face is still a thing. They have a show on in uh, Canada, but it's probably going to get canceled. But they're trying to get people to like petition not for it to get canceled. Well, didn't they get the dudes from Kids in the Hall? Yes. They, they did to do PSAs the, yeah. for them. Mark, uh, the Mark McKinney, is that his name? From Kids in the Hall? Sure. Yeah, sure. You would know the that he is in Kids in the Hall. I don't know if he's the one that did the promos. Or well, he did a couple ones. I'm trying to think of the uh, Foley's. Uh, David Foley. It wasn't Foley. Dave Foley. Kevin McDonald, was it? Not yet. <laughs> was that Morris? <laughs> Kevin McDonald? No, I don't know. <laughs> it was a cat. Who knows? I can't do impressions. <laughs> Unless it's Bill Crosby or Christopher Walken, I got nothing. What was the one you, you segued into the other day that I was really excited about? And I can't remember what it was. Oh, my God. You did a really good impression the other day, and I'm so bummed out because I don't remember what it was. Was it Tim Curry and Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, 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 no. Rocky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's just a lot of moaning for that role. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Now I can't remember what it was. You did something that I was really impressed that you did. It was at the bar Morgan the other night. Kine. No. That was awful. <laughs> tangerine. Someone you for that. Did you watch a Tangerine video I sent yes. you? Yes. Tangerine. You guys. <laughs> tangerine. The size of a tangerine. Of a tangerine. Also the Nick Cage video. Did you watch the Nick Cage video? No, so that. many videos, podcasters. You send we'll so much <laughs> stuff. I want to put them all you up. You were like a grandmother with cat videos. or you're no, like, you, did <laughs> you were like me with cat videos. You did see the Nick Cage video because you put the banana pudding thing. A crocodile's head. A Bunsen burner. Oh, yes. A, a sticky dicky. <laughs> you inglorious plaster. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. No, it's we funny. don't. You're high. In fact, you know what? As soon as we get done with this stupid fucking podcast we're doing, whatever. It's dumb as shit. I hate it. I wish I was dead. Uh, we can watch a video. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hey, <laughs> Trevor and Ian Talk Show. Hey, uh, please go like us on Facebook. I forgot to mention that when we were going through the housekeeping stuff. We uh, we would like your likes because we like you. Like and, we uh, like your likes. So like us, please. Because we like sexual. you. We're. I'm waiting just for the first ad that we get. Uh, you know, based on the podcast, which will happen one day, and it'll be pretty fucking amazing when that happens. I love doing this. So I'm glad that we continue to do it. Um, so fuck you. Shut up! I want to play Dominion. No <laughs> problem. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. I know Trevor appreciates it too. Absolutely, yeah. So thanks for listening, and that has been the Trevor and Ian Show, Episode 7. It's in the books. Bye.